We're back. Episode 34 of the Whole Milk League podcast. As always, I'm joined by AJ. What is poppin' people did it back again with other podcasts? And surprisingly enough, someone who hasn't taken over the pod yet, DB. What? Why would I take over the pod? That's how I you mean, kicked off just, the very first guest. What up, y'all? It's DB. I'm back. Black. You know how to go. Third part didn't rhyme. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but today we are going to continue our review of fantasy uh, positional values. We're going to look at the running backs, and we're going to do another bracket, continuing on that theme from last week. We are going to do appetizers, so, you know, wildly more entertaining than Stay chairs. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, look forward to that. Uh, and we'll get into AJ addressed that he had some stats. He wants some sports facts to go over, and, you know, we always end up wandering off. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll find out some takes on the last episode. I, I need to get my two cents in about what happened last episode. There was a travesty that happened, and, well, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get that in the middle. But yeah, uh, we we touched on running backs last week, maybe in a, a couple recent pods. Sure, um, always. But we actually we put together our rankings. I'm actually a little more prepared this time. I don't have to go off some morons from CBS. Um, Unfortunately, I'm yeah. stuck going off you morons. So we're, yeah, we're not going to talk about Taysom Hill this week. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so top five. Um, I guess DB, what do you think it. of me and AJ's top fives? Um. I think you guys have solid top fives. I think the top three or four guys, I think, between Chris McCaffrey and Kamara are pretty much about the same. Um, I don't think Chris McCaffrey is going to go for 2,000 yards again, so I think they're all going to get you somewhere in between 1,400 and 1,700 yards and a decent amount of touchdowns. So you can't really go wrong there. Um, Number five, I have a wildly different one than y'all, but I know you have Chubb. Over mixing and I, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I have Chubb and AJ's Cook. Which, oof, Dalvin Cook. Um, Good running back. I have Derrick Henry, so. Um, yeah, that's fine. Because I don't, I think Derrick Henry is going to get a shit ton of carries, and he led the league in rushing last year. I mean, yeah. My take Fair. on Henry, I have him at eight, Was is that he the, the Titans aren't going to repeat. They're going to regress to the mean a bit. Tannehill passing opened up so much for Henry last year, and you just can't expect Tannehill to repeat that performance. Um, and so, I mean, it's he's still a top 10 pick. I just I wouldn't have him in that upper echelon because, he's to me, he's too boomer bust. I think the past two years, the first seven or eight weeks, he's pretty pedestrian, and then he explodes, and he's the best running back in the league. But, like, mm-hmm. to me, I don't like, I don't like his floor. Um yeah, so I, I mean, I, I like him the least of the three of you. I have him at 10. I'm not going to own him anywhere, and I'm totally fine with that. I just don't like the player that much. Uh, he's very big, and when he gets 10 steps of space, he can be fast. But I think that if you can get him in the backfield, that he's pretty easy to take down. So I don't. I just don't love the, the lateral agility, the quickness. I'm just not a huge fan of the player. And I, I agree with Ryan about the regressing of the Titans offense back to the mean. I also agree with the regression to the mean. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Titans are going to be, quote-unquote, a good team this year. However, um, I think when Ryan Tannehill regresses back to his mean, that's still going to be Derrick Henry getting the ball with time. And that's I'm, fine. I, I just think that it's just the uh, offense is not going to be opened up enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a philosophy when it comes to running backs, and it's about volume. And that's my, that's my most important thing is volume. Who's going to get the most carries? Sure. Because if they're going to get the most carries, that's the most opportunities. And if you can get the most opportunities, we're talking about NFL players. The most opportunities, you're going to make some shit happen. It's just if you're a good player, you're going to make some shit happen. Derrick Henry's going to get a shit ton of opportunities. 
It's also in context of we're a half-point PPR league, and he's not a great PPR player. I disagree. Uh, they throw the ball to him a decent amount. Like, they throw him a lot of screens. And well, shit. yeah, but, like, he's at your number five, and I would say in context of that, you're looking at those top players are all getting thrown the ball more than he is. Who? Kamara, Elliott, Z, CMC. All those players are ahead of him for that reason. But I'm behind him who? Who's going to get the ball? And who on that list? Is Aaron Jones. I think Jackson. I don't. I don't agree with the Joe Mixon. We can get into that that's here in a second, but um, he's better than Derek Henry. He's a better player. Oh, that that's that's <laughs> not true. Yeah. So you know, and going from my, uh, I was I use Fantasy Pros as my reference. Um, you know, I it's not a seeker that I like Chubb more than just about anyone. I have him at five. I have Mixon at six. Um, I think the Bengals' offense uh, should be primed for at least at, the, at worst a good fantasy year. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so I got Mixon six. I got Cook at seven. I don't like that he's he's only had one healthy year at this point. Um, he lost to Fansky, who was really the key. Him doesn't and, matter. Nah, well, no. well, no, not from a coaching standpoint. But I mean, they got Kubiak now. But uh, I, that's not great. True. All right, fair. <laughs> I will stick to I don't trust Cook's health, and I wouldn't just I wouldn't. That I agree with. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think what he's in there is one of the best, so I'll take a risk. Yeah. Um, so then, let's see. Nine, I put Kenyon Drake. I like Arizona's offense to improve this year. They dropped, and they, they picked up a, another offensive lineman, um, so that should help shore up some of the issues uh, that they were experiencing last year. And then 10, I put Le'Veon, and... I, again, I'm seeing him lower on lists. I think he he was good last. He was good on a bad team last year, and it didn't translate to fantasy. Uh, but I could see him having at, at ten. I think he's a he's a solid pick there. He's going to have a lot of volume. I, I've kind of struggled with where to put him. I, I think I would take the upside of some of these younger guys and better offenses. I just don't trust the Jets' offense really do a whole lot this year. But I think that he could have like a similar year to like what Leonard Fournette did last year, where he's going to get a lot of. Receptions at the backfield, a lot of carries every game. They're going to lean on him. It's just a matter of how many yards can he do with that when it's like an eight or nine people in the box every time. What What do your six through ten look like, AJ? I have well, I have I have Cook at five. We have the same four in in a slightly different order. I have Saquon over McCaffrey, but uh, then I, I have actually then I have Mixon at six. Also, I have Josh Jacobs at seven. Uh, I was. I, I just love the way that he looked on tape last year. I know a lot of people are scared that he doesn't have the ceiling uh, for catches that some of these other guys do. But I think that he was fine catching the ball at Alabama. They didn't really have to throw it to him a lot. I, I think he's a capable receiver, and I think that they'll just kind of lean on him more this year. Um, yeah, I have him at 11 for context. It's I like him. I just don't always necessarily trust the Raiders, so that's – why that's he's fine. there, but it's not a huge ding on him. Yeah, so, so I think that my the way that I'm thinking about this is I want guys that have a strong hold on their backfield. That's why I, I like Chubb a lot. I have him at nine coming up here in a second, but I just I don't want to put a top I don't want to put a top ten pick investment in a guy that has a shared backfield. Yeah. See, I was okay with that. after I ran Kamara Ingram for a year. I I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, but I, but I'm just I'm just saying if you do that. Three years in a row, it's not going to work for you every year. Yeah, you're it, probably it, right. It works that one. I mean, that that is the most, other than D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, 
that's the most famous example of it. It just doesn't always work like that. Yeah, but even last year, like I had Hunt last year, and you could have gotten away with it because he was flexing about ten points a week. Sure, and that's fine. Yeah, no, 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 I, I, of, like, yeah, no, and, and I get you, but that's ten points that a Chubb level back with if you're no taking one, that high. with no one behind him could also be getting. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and then I have, I have Aaron Jones at eight in this same vein. I, I, I like the player a lot. Regression's coming for him. But I just think that I think that the Packers are still going to be a good team. They're not going to be as good as they were last year. But it's just Rodgers, Jones, and Adams. I hate everyone else on that team. I just think that when, it, well, when, when it comes down to it, that Jones is going to be the guy getting the ball at the goal line. He's going to be he's not the line share of the carries. I'm so happy that they picked A.J. Dillon because I think he's garbage. So it's just another garbage running back trying to – fight for carries with him. Yeah. I, I, I'm the highest in Aaron Jones that I know of anybody. Yeah, that, it was the same of, I have him at 12, and it's, but he's one I probably wouldn't touch because it's a he's a big boomer bust guy, and there's just no reason to expect him to have the booms he had last year. Um, I'd be thrilled to get him in the second round if he falls to that. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Well, that's different, though. I wouldn't well, take him in the first round. I would take him much higher in the second round, is all I'm saying. I just... Gotcha. I mean, he's my well, I'm looking at this. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, that damn near is a first rounder. He's the number. Yeah, eight yeah. Eight. If if I had the double pick in the back, I would be fine yeah. with having him yeah. in a top five receiver. I um sorry, I kind of zoned out there. I I need to go back, y'all. Uh, you did you have Le'Veon in your top ten? Yeah, yeah 10. 10. okay. Um, I think not having Le'Veon in the top ten is kind of wild. Um, I would take him over probably J- Josh Jacobs and uh, Aaron Jones. Um. And actually, I'd probably take him over Dalvin Cook too. Their offense got a lot better as the season went on last year. Um, once Darnold, once Darnold, once Darnold came back from being hurt, their offense improved greatly. But they um, lost Anderson. They lost a couple of their other weapons. Volume, volume is king. I mean, it's volume, but again, it's like it's. What's the well, there's, no, there's no such thing. Like. There's no such. There's no such thing as empty volume in fantasy football. I know. We know but that like, Blake Bortles is. But where are the touchdowns going to come from? The, the touchdowns are going to come. I, the team is not nearly like I said. The offense improved last year. Robbie Anderson finally lost. Robbie Anderson. They still have good receive. They still have decent receivers. Um, no, you know what? I can't name. I can't name, yeah, I can't name the receiver because there's no more. I think they have, new they have Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, I, and oh, Denzel Perriman. I, you know what? Perriman. That's actually that's you, that's actually not as not nearly as that's bad a receiver. Are you? Uh, that's a pretty. That's not nearly I'm as bad as you think horrible. it is. Um, Denzel Mims was arguably no. I love Denzel Mims, but he's just not going to have to. He's not going to have an impact right away. Also, I, I still don't have faith in Darnold. So I, yeah. I mean, you can not have faith in him all you want. Um, I just like, he, and, and I mean, he read, not he read the fucking Adam Gase running back stat. I mean, he just doesn't know how. to No, that's a that's a that's a running back carry stat though, and the pro again Adam yes, but running back carries. That does not mean that the running back does not get the ball near the end zone. They can throw him the ball. It's kind of weird how that works. I know. I but love Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell's ability as an outside route runner makes him extremely effective sure. on the goal line. As a, as a slant route runner, as an out route runner, from the from the five-yard line, he's amazing at that. If we're I talking about people that have health problems, he also has health problems. He does have health he's problems. He's a little bit older than some of these guys that we're talking about. I still think he's one of the most talented running backs in the league, but I think that... When it's all said and done, we're going to look back on the whole year that Le'Veon Bell took off, and I think it's going to be where the down, down the decline of his career began. I do That's like, fair. I've seen the logic of draft a bunch of Jets players and the theory that they'll get that bump 
uh, in production when Adam Gase gets fired. <laughs> oh, wow. I have Bell at 15. I'd be thrilled to have him on my team. I just don't think I would have him this high. I'd have Bell maybe 7 or 8. So that's move, my thing. Moving in to the next, we'll just kind of go with the 10 to 20 range here. Yeah, let's group some people in here. Um, I, you know, I don't think there's anything that stands out crazy on my list. Uh, just, just fire off your 10 through 20 names, yeah. and we'll just talk about whatever stands So out. I got Jacobs at 11, Jones... Uh, Edward Solaire, Eckler at 14, Sanders at 15, mm-hmm. Carson, Gurley, Mostert, Ingram, and then Singletary at 20. Ingram's bold. I don't think Ingram's going to be a, all that. Big I like big. Ingram. I'm, I, 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 don't, I, Ingram. Am, I am low 20. And again, this is a, yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't think Ingram is going to be the number one running back after week like two. That's so. fine, but I mean that, that offense can support multiple running backs. I, I think the other running back is going to be supporting is Lamar Jackson. So. I don't think they can. I mean, I think I mean, there's not going to be a room for a third one. It happened last year. I mean, they, they were fine. I mean, they, they, well, they, no, they, it happened they, last they year. They had Lamar. They had Lamar and they had Mark Ingram. But well, now they're going to have Lamar and J.K. Dobbins. There was no third running back last year. Justice Hill never got any carries, and who? Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards barely played. I just think that Mark Ingram's going to start. Mark, Ed, but Mark yeah, Ingram is plenty of run. I think Mark Ingram will start the first couple weeks, and they're going to be like, "Well, J.K. Dobbins is way much, way better than him, so we're just well, going to play J.K. Dobbins for, for, for that first couple weeks. You'll have him, and then you can trade him." And for context, I, so. I have Dobbins at twenty five. Like I'm not down on Dobbins. Yeah, I, I just I like one. that. I like that backfield. Yeah. Um, I just so. don't. I don't um, see the marking. Yeah, I, you have Moser way higher than I do. Um, yeah. I, I just think that people forget that Tevin Coleman was hurt those last that last game and a half of the season when Moser got all that run in the Super Bowl. And but the Coleman didn't produce Jameson. the back half of the season. I'm telling. I, I Zach beat me we, on the back of Tevin Coleman one week when he had four touchdowns. Well, we had a I had a wild week, um, or not a wild in my trade in the Waffle House League. I traded. I gave up um, most. No, I gave up Coleman for OBJ, and both of us lost. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, San Francisco had um, the. They were the lowest of, of any any sorry of any NFL team at having. A running back carry share led by like by a highest percentage by one player. So I just think I, I'm, I'm trying. I, I, don't, I don't know how to split. So basically, they have on average their backfield will split up the most. Yes, they're all. He is risky, but I I love Kyle Shanahan. He's, so and there's like, value. He's older in, than Coleman, and I just don't think he's as good of a player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't I don't love any of the players. How about, how about I would put at 18 San Francisco's starting running back. So whoever, but, but we're not going to know who it is. Well, it's not even about that. It's about whoever the starting running back is on any given week might be different. Yeah. Whoever gets, they're kind of like the Patriots in that way. So That's yeah. fair. So I'll, I'll just rip off mine so we can yeah. maybe see if we have any differences. I have Edwards Alaire, then Kenyon Drake, <laughs> then Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Devin Singletary, Chris Carson. I you think have Gordon a lot higher than I do. I, I love the player. And uh, I, I know Denver might not be a great team this year, but I just I, I think that the Philip Lindsay shit is over. I just, really? Yeah, I, 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 I like Gordon a lot. I think Lindsay might get some catches out of the backfield, but they've never really treated him like that. They've always treated him like a between-the-tackles runner, and I think that they just have a better version of that now. Uh, you have Gordon higher than me because I didn't put him on my list. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to have this King Drake conversation real quick. I'll pencil him in at 18 after Gurley. So, uh, I, I just just for reference, we're low on Kenny Drake. People have Kenny Drake at like 6 or 7. I have him at 9. Yeah. Y'all have him way high. Um, King Drake last year is his points are massively buoyed by that four that three touchdown game he had. 
And, um, it was four. four. Oh, it was four touchdowns. But then immediately after it, and then he had a, yeah. But um, <laughs> that's funny. He played eight games. He played eight games for them last year. He was uh, very good in all of like three of them, and then he was just kind of pedestrian in the other five. Um, I don't necessarily see what he did last year translating to a full season. Kenyon Drake was pretty average the entire other time. Now, granted, he was in the Miami Adam Gase offense, which mm-hmm. kind of spits in the face of my Le'Veon Bell take. But <laughs> also, um, oh, sorry. Anyways, um, Kenyon Drake. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if what he did last year is necessarily repeatable for him to be all that good. And I think uh, they're going to throw the ball. I mean, they threw the ball a lot last year, but they didn't really have anyone to throw to, so they were throwing just a run. Yeah. This year, they actually have targets. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, be it's still the same people. sideways Cliff Kingsbury offense. I they weren't particularly a sideways offense last year. I'm telling you, man, you need you need to watch. I, I watched every. I had I watched, I watched every though. Arizona dude. Every <laughs> was, pass was sideways, dude. I'm telling. You. I think I think Kyler Murray is just short, and so every pass looks like it's coming out sideways. But that's I just me. I don't know. I just yeah. I, I just I like a step forward for the Cardinals offense with Hopkins. But I mean, I, honestly, like, you don't understand how much I hate having Kenny Drake at twelve. I just I just like who am I going to put ahead of him? Um, I I had a point in the middle of there that I lost because you said something, and now I can't remember what it is. So we're just gonna keep it moving. All right, go from there. Do you like Kenyon Drake? That's fine. I'm not here for the Kenyon Drake thing. Um, I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not here for the Cardinals offense though. So that's that's neither here nor there. Interesting. Sweet. Yeah, I like their offenses here. Uh, So 20 through 30, Singletary slides back to my 21. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I got Connor 22, Mm -hmm. Fournette, Jonathan Taylor, Dobbins, and this is where I just hit like a big weird black hole of handcuffs and starters and rookies. Mm -hmm. So I go Dobbins, Hunt. Mac, Geis, wow. Swift, Sony Michelle, Geis. Oh, and then, yeah, and then Octavius Murray at thirty-one. Wow! Holy shit! Okay, where's Latavius. David Johnson? Is he I got David Johnson at thirty-four. <laughs> Jesus, I would not touch. I would not touch him with a 10, 12 and a half foot pole or whatever okay. they Whatever they I, I would take him over uh, Latavius Murray definitely. No yeah, question. no doubt. I think no it was question. yeah, and Latavius Murray at thirty-one. I think they are going to share the backfield more this year because of Kamara's ankle sprain last year. I think they're going to try to split those carries out yeah. a little more. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think it's so. good. I don't think those carries are going to go to Latavius. I have Murray at forty-seven. He was lucky to break the top fifty. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm think those carries. I'm not I, about there's that. no way those carries are going to go to Latavius Murray. Do they have a third running back? Or I, I don't know who you they just, have, but I know it's not going to be Latavius. Taysom, Taysom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. The answer is always. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, I mean, we kind of have like I have. I'm talking about Connor Ingram, Taylor Swift, Geis, Mostert. I have Cam Akers a little bit higher in here. I have Hunt. I have David Montgomery, Dobbins. So we're all yeah. kind of mostly talking about the same guy. I, I, I brought it up before the pod. I don't know much about Akers. I put him at 35, um, but I also put Daryl Henderson. Actually, he's the yeah. last running back on my list. Yeah, I'm a little uh, Cam Akers is going to be good. I like Cam Akers. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. Go um, it's almost a definite that Derrick Henry and Le'Veon Bell are going to be absolutely ass this year, just because of what has already been said on this podcast. I'm I mean, just throwing people out already knew that. You, they just, yeah, they yeah. just already implied. Like, We're just like, going to make sure that there's no ambiguity here. I'm fully aware that I'm not going to say you. Yeah, they're both dropped. They, I've already both dropped them ten spots. In my right. <laughs> 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 Poor yeah. Paris Campbell. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think I don't think there's anything surprise like. No, nothing stand out. I guess that maybe. I, yeah, I thought the David Johnson thing was hot. I have a twenty three. So yeah, I mean that's one thing I was considering is I have some starters lower, 
But I just you have Kareem Hunt over a lot of players who are going to get the lion's share of carries. And yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, you have well, Mackay too. I, I I think that Taylor is going to. I think John's, Yeah, I mean, taking over that. Well, that's, that's part of it. Is I don't know how these fields are going to look next year. Taylor's a rookie. Mac was injured when he was not when he was healthy. He was a, good, he was a good, good fantasy performer. I, and then he, I, he, he, he no nowhere near the draft capital that Jonathan Taylor took. Out. Well, that's the thing is I don't. So, but you, I don't know how that's going to play out. So I just kind of left it there. But a lot of those situations are ones I wouldn't necessarily touch. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on best player available. I draft running back heavy. Mm-hmm. So if the third, if it's the third round, uh, and one of these guys that are going to be a solid ten points, I'm mm-hmm. taking them. Yeah, um, my my handcuff range is like my late thirties. So that's when I have like Damian Williams, okay. Kevin Coleman, Marlon Mack, Carryon Johnson, Keyshawn Vaughn. I have like all these guys back to back. Yeah, I can't have those dudes in the top. In that's the, top the other 30. thing is I didn't know what to do with Tampa Bay running backs. I've got yeah. Vaughn at thirty six, and that's just because I'm scared of Brady and I'm scared of what Ronald they'll Jones. do in that offense with running back. Yeah, so. yeah I, I mean, yeah, I, I like Ronald Jones. I think he's a good player. <laughs> I have I have him at thirty two. So, yeah. um. Yeah, no, 32, I've got Montgomery. i got mm-hmm. Phil Lindsay at 33, then David Johnson, Akers Vaughn, Jordan Howard, Kerryon Johnson, Alexander Madison, Damian Williams, Duke Johnson, Daryl Henderson. So um, in, in, my, in my 30s, kind of after the guys that I think have a good chance at getting the lion's share of the touches, Ronald Jones is the last guy of those 32. I, then I have three pass-catching backs after that that I think – are going to be a good source of PPR. I have Matt Breida in Miami, and then James White and Tariq Cohen. Uh, I think Cohen had a he didn't have a great season last year, but I think that they're going to the worse their quarterback situation gets, the more that they're going to have to throw it laterally to him. And I just think that he's an electric player who get the ball in his hands. And the worse Dave Montgomery gets, the more opportunity he'll be. I think I think Tariq Cohen is going to struggle with the uh, fact that his quarterbacks are really bad at throwing mm-hmm. to people in the flat. So. I don't know. I, we'll see. I don't like – Cohen was kind of a flash in the pan, what, three years ago now? Two years ago. Two years, years ago, ago, and he just never really capitalized on it. He was an X Factor on Madden for some reason, and I, that was when I knew. I was like, he's wait a minute. So he fast. had one – Yeah, he's, he's fast. He's the human joystick. Just... He, uh, he's not the human joystick. He well, says, no, okay. Dante Hall. Cole, okay, relax. I'm sorry. He's not the – but. He has that type of mobility. I mean, that's literally his name. Yeah, that's his nickname. That's, uh, <laughs> I was thinking that's literally about, where the name comes from. I was from. thinking about Madden abilities. Yeah. Um, I, it's just weird that he, of all players, was a, like an X factor, even though he wasn't the best running back on his team by like rating. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, he should have been. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is there some teams where I would just avoid the running back situation? I'd rather I, drop the handcuff over some of the teams' running. Right? I, 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 just, I, just, I, I just think that the way the – that fantasy football setup that that's impossible to do. I, I can't. I can never. I would never think about it like that. Even on the worst. Even on the worst rushing team in the league, the main guy is going to get the ball enough times where you can he can be at least viable in fantasy. Yeah. I'm with, yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, but the issue you run into is if you think you know, like a, ba- a, a bad team or a team with a couple running backs, you just you might draft a running back who's just not going to be starting week one or something like that, and that's a mess. That. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, but uh, you're you're probably drafting him late enough that you don't have to worry about starting him. You're sitting yeah. him on the bench and seeing yeah, how it plays out. That's true. Um, I any any hot takes? Who do you think you have y'all ranked have, higher? I have Leonard Fournette ranked too low. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I the Leonard Fournette thing is, I I don't know what play. What did he finish last year? Do you know? 
I can look it up. Um, just just van for a little. All right, Phil Buster. Um, Leonard Fournette is on the last year of his contract, and for a team that is not going to resign him. Um, have we seen anything over the years? Four hundred carries. If we've seen anything that's consistent <laughs> over the years, it's that when they when a team has a running back, they know they're not going to bring back. They're going to give him the ball a fuck ton of times. Le'Veon Bell knows about this. Um, there's a couple other ones that I'm not thinking of right now, but I Leonard Fournette. I don't necessarily know if the Jaguars' offense is going to be good. I have faith in Gardner Minshew that no one else seems to have, but I don't know how Leonard Fournette doesn't end up being a top 12 running back this year. Fournette was nine last year. Uh, okay, see, he was top 10 running back last year, this year, and that was with only scoring four touchdowns. So this nope. year, he's going to have to regress back to the, There's a regression there, a positive regression for him. Yeah, I don't, if, if the, like, like Saquon's like four points behind him, and Saquon only played like half a season. That's fine, but that's Saquon. And, like, and, and same with, like, Kamara didn't play a Number lot one pick, Saquon years. Barkley. No. <laughs> um, no, it's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think my hottest take seems to be, I mean, this is, I mean, I can't, I can't believe what I'm looking at right now. Also, wait, hold on. You Christian said- McCaffrey had 412 points. The next best running back is Aaron Jones, who had 289. <laughs> 2,000 yards. <laughs> The leading receiver and rusher for the team. Um, yeah, so I, I guess my hottest take is I still believe a lot in Aaron Jones. The 16 rushing touchdowns are not going to be there, but I think that the, he only had 1,084 yards on 236 carries. I think there's more opportunity to go up from there. He's still going to be around 50 catches for around 500 yards and a couple touchdowns there too. So I think that Aaron Jones back in the top 10, potentially even top 5. Whew, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess my on both sides of the spectrum, I I just don't believe in David Johnson. Um, Houston does not like to throw the ball to their running backs, and he has injury problems, and he has problems with maybe just not having lost a step at this point. Um, so I've low. Why would he have lost a step? He's just. I mean, he's not as good as he was four, five years ago. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't love the David Johnson thing, but I, I just four or five. David Johnson has been in the league for four years, though. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like three or four. No, but he, like, was I mean, number... he only had the one really, really good season. He had the one good season. He had the, well, he had the one good season. Then he had the season he broke his wrist, and then he had last year. Yeah, and that was that's it. He doesn't have a bunch of seasons. But still, I mean, it's just. Like, I, I mean, he just yeah, he's been really, really good for that one, and that was like a, the back half of his rookie season. This is yeah. pretty good. This is the sixth season. One of them, he sat out the entire year. That's fine. That's, but fair enough. I guess it is yeah. a six season. So, and I would say, I would say five uh, years ago he yeah. was a number one pick caliber player. Yeah. So I'm no. saying no, 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 no. It was. I mean, I mean, I mean that was his, well, well, wait, his what, rookie what, year. No. The second year coming off of his rookie year. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Show me. This. Let me see. This he, I mean, he I mean whether league, or not you think he was, that he was where he was. Twenty fifteen. Right. So this is his fifth. This would be his fifth year. Fifteen season, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. This is his. 20th, his 2020 is the 16th. What? See if we have the stats here. This is a professional. This is a great podcast. This is a fantastic podcasting right now. Yeah, look. Oh, yeah, is, there's already five years of stats. Yeah, okay. He has the one year. He has the one year when he had one one carry, one game, one game started. Okay, so yeah. he has so he has five seasons. That was the yeah, so, so, yeah. so this so this rookie year, he only starts the last five games of the season, but he has eight touchdowns and like 600 yards. And then the next year, everyone's high on him. He has 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns, only on the ground, and also 80 catches for four touchdowns. Yeah, and then he broke his wrist. And then, and then yeah, the so year so after that, he had 940 yards. So, so yeah, so, so he's he's like a top five pick. And then 20 going into 2017, he's the number one overall, no doubt. Yes, pick. 
Mitchell. Mitchell's pick. Mitchell Adams, yes. And then and then the next season, you're ready. He plays all 16 games, but he doesn't even get 1,000 yards on the ground. Yes. That, was, that was the year they went 2-14. and 14. They had a terrible offense. Well, yeah, but then yeah. he came back this past year with a new offense and still didn't do anything. He was the third, run, he was the third running back on their depth chart by the end of the season. I just, I just like the, the upgrade at QB. Deshaun Watson, I think, is a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. And yeah. I, I, at, at that point, you're throwing darts enough that I think that while I'm not super confident that David Johnson will have hold of the backfield the whole season, the possibility of it, knowing his reception upside and what he can what he's done on the ground in the past, I think the upside of like I think if if David Johnson was a top twelve running back, I would not be surprised. Also if he like got cut and no one ever talked about signing him again, I would not also also <laughs> yeah. be surprised. So Yeah, so that's my I guess low end take. A high end take. I mean it's probably Chubb, but I don't wanna you know, upsell that too much. Um, so that what uh, you're gonna not upsell a brown? What? Well, I just want oh, yeah. to draft. Him. I, I don't want to. I don't want to have to be you on draft day begging for someone to let me draft him. <laughs> I mean, but I y'all gonna take the players that I want every year anyway. Y'all can tell who I want. It's not hard. They're always Jaguars. The problem is, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Is can't wait till DJ Chart goes two picks before me this year. Can't wait. Sometimes I, I think there's some Browns players that'll be nice sleeper picks, and then Zach takes them like three rounds ahead of their ADP. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there goes that. Like, I, I think I've been pretty notorious for taking the Jags. Guys. Always, always. If but but I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not super hot on them because like I had Allen Robinson for his one really good season. Yeah. I had DD one year, and I had Fournette last year, but. I'm not they super high on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not super high on any of the Jags this year, so I don't think I'll be doing it. All right, so it's rain time. We're gonna DB missed the last pod, and we found out he's a big Avatar fan. He's watched it Huge. seven times now, and had uh, some comments to make. So we'll g- give the floor to him. All right, so I'm just gonna give you the background here. Avatar is my second favorite cartoon. I have a favorite cartoon. It's the Boondocks. My yeah. second. Sorry. Uh, yes. <laughs> but also, so like, I watched Avatar. I've seen it, like he said, seven times through. I'd be bored, and it's real, like, fun to watch. I don't, that show is fucking amazing. Um, if anything, just looking at the art and the colors and shit that go on through the three seasons, it's fucking wild. But last week, y'all did not have me on for the Avatar talk, and that is fine. I don't care that y'all didn't have me on for the Avatar talk, but y'all was out here just. Saying wild shit about the team, about the show. This man, Ryan, who cannot pronounce milk correctly, also cannot pronounce Iro. Iro. E-I-R-O-H. Iro. It's the first thing Zuko says in the first episode. Uncle Iro. It's his first fucking line. And you fucked it up. <laughs> um, secondly, um, I'm going to throw this out here. My favorite character Shout out to Logan is also Toph because Toph is fucking crazy and she's badass and that's my dude. Um, y'all talked about how Azula, again, not like the best character in the show. I wouldn't give her top five. But she is an amazing character in contrast to Zuko, who, you know, is Zuko, best character on the show. Besides Toph. Besides, no, Zuko's the best character on the show. Top just is my favorite character. Ah, I see. Uh, that's not the best favorite. Today. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the classic distinction. We, I mean, I think best is favorite. So, no, yeah, because I can see a difference. Top Top is the most entertaining character on the show, and when they introduce her, the show goes to a different level. But Zuko 
in terms of if you're just looking at it from an art from like a character arc standpoint, he is I mean, going from literally the main antagonist for the first half of season one to being on the team in the end, the end of it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a that's a hell of a transfer this transformation. And even the steps you on the way to get there. Sure. Just wow. Um again, y'all talked about Azula. Didn't talk about her friends. Two fairly important characters to the show, May and Tylee. Uh, Tylee, the one who can fucking make people not be able to bend. And she was sweet. So, there's that. Um, you said Azula was a psycho bitch the entire show. And I need some explanation here. Because you told me you listened to the show. and the, Or you watched the show. And then you don't remember the episodes in season three where they showed her not being a psycho bitch. I mean, what what I don't what do you want? What what exactly did you want from her that you did not get? Because she was a antagonist who then lost her goddamn mind at the end of the show after her friends left her and she fell into a like a to an actual psychotic state at the end and then lost and then cried because she, Azula had a tough upbringing, dog. No, my thing was that from from, <laughs> from day one, she's crazy. Like she is introduced as crazy, and she is crazy till the end. She is not crazy at the beginning. There, no, she, she is, is. She is no, crazy. she's evil, but she is not crazy. Okay, well, that is that is a completely different thing. She's not a character arc. I didn't say she had a character arc. I just said she wasn't the same at the beginning and the end. She was like literally crazy at the end, crying hysterically as she got beat by a fucking Katara. Also, she can fucking do lightning, dog. Who? It's her, Iroh, and Ozai that can do lightning. And y'all telling me that that's not dope? Well, dope. Okay, then. <laughs> Azula, in the episode where it's just the Fire Nation kids, and they go to the party, and she has to talk to the dude. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. That shit is fucking hilarious when she's trying to talk to the dude. She just doesn't know how to flirt. She's so like. fucking weird. <laughs> They're talking around the fire. Her own mother thought she was a monster. She was right, but it still hurt. <laughs> oh, officially, okay, you'll, you'll be able to answer this. What's the official answer on what happened to Zuko's mother? Or does that come up in Katara or something? Zuko, or okay. It comes up, not in Korra, it comes up in a comic book section, in a comic book that came out after Avatar ended. Does he go looking for her? Or? They go looking for her, they go find her. Um, Cole, you remember Cole, face stealer? Yeah. She found she got uh, that was creepy. That might be yeah. The that's the character. creepiest fucking. That's the creepiest motherfucker in the entire show. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember how it happens. She got banished because she killed Sozin when uh when, when Ira when Ozai was supposed to kill Zuko because yeah. you know Zuko was, or Ozai was being a bitch. Um, she was on a run. Uh, she went to Ko. Ko gave her a new face. And got rid of her memory. She got married, and then they went out in that comic book and found her, and then Ko gave her her face back, and then they were reunited. Oh. So, she nice. wasn't dead. She just got excommunicated, and she had a whole new family, and then she left that family to go back with Zuko. Excommunicated. Yeah. Like John Excommunicado. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is have, there... you seen, have you seen the movie? The M. Night Shyamalan I have film? seen the movie. Oh, my. It's horrible, right? The, mo- the movie is so bad, not because, like... No, it's bad because they tried to stuff 22 episodes into a So I was about to say, movie. is it only book one is it's the movie? All, it's all of book one in one single So does it ends at... Up it en- it the ends army. with the Siege of the North. It, it literally ends with Aang, instead of becoming the giant fish, he just, like, is possessed by the fish and then just throws a wave out there. And they're just like, 
Well, fuck. I mean, that's we can't do anything with that. And then they just leave. And that's that just it. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Sh- <laughs> is this book? That's horrible. Nah, the biggest problem I think with that is that, like, the bending is so bad. They seem yeah. like... They, I don't know what they like blew the, the CGI button or? I don't know. It's not... I, I can't imagine it's the CGI because, like... There's a scene in when they're in the Earth Kingdom when there are eight dudes who do, like, this long, elaborate thing and they just, like, they move the rock and the rock comes across the screen and it's so small. And yeah. it seems like it took so much effort for them to move this little-ass rock. Yeah. And then the one dude... Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. The one dude by himself just throws it at him and it really doesn't do anything. It, like, knocks out the one dude and that's it. And that was, like... There was a whole scene for that. It was pointless. Yeah. Like, bending is very seamless in the show. But the movie tried to make it look like a martial art more. So, like, everybody's always doing elaborate, like, hand yeah. and leg movements with everything. It's just very bizarre. It's supposed to be... It's maybe, also, it's also like, that was when 3D was big, coming off of Avatar. Yeah, they tried to, so they tried to 3D effect that, that everything. 3D it was... was I'm good. morbidly intrigued. No, it's so bad of a movie that it's not it. worth it. It's, just, it's it. so bad. <laughs> it's like a waste of two hours, dog. It's... I. Just the the, the acting. The problem is the other problem is that like the acting is terrible. Like yeah. uh, Katara, I don't sucks. recognize any of these people. No, Patel's Zuko, and he's kind of oh okay. He's the best of the worst because like even Iroh's lame in the movie. Yeah, I, uh, Iroh's lame. You, you can just you can just tell that they're not. None of the actors are in the same room. They're all just acting on a green screen. They got yeah. copy and pasted together. Uh, the dude who played... By the way, they say Aang wrong every time. Every single time in the say? movie. Um, they say Aang, yeah. It, that's almost as bad as calling him Eero. Don't, don't. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so if I was going to make a tentpole blockbuster, I would have double-checked myself. <laughs> Man, they say, it, they say it wrong so many times that like halfway through the movie, you're just like, I I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> it's that bad. I don't even know what's going on right now. It's bizarre. Should I get into some of these stats then? Yeah, here's some stats real quick. We'll see. Yeah, so I, I was, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all sports. I was just kind of bored scrolling through Twitter, and someone put a thread about, like, random sports stats, and everyone was, like, putting in stats that, like, blow their mind every time they see it. So um, the first one off the top is Wayne Gretzky, obviously, holds a lot of records in the NHL. Um, I didn't know that if, if he never scored a goal, he would still be the points leader yep. in NHL history. Um, also, okay, so, so this one, the, the one that I like the most is the one that it inspired this, and we can kind of make it like a trivia question. So Jerry Rice played until he was 40 years old in the NFL. Right. In his year 40 season, the year before he retired, he had 93 receptions, which is pretty insane. Jesus. At 40 years old, he had that many. Oh, Raiders? Yeah, that was the Raiders. No, uh, that might have been Seahawks, wouldn't it? I think so. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Um, anyways, uh, do you guys know anyone else on the list of because he he has the most by far of as a forty year old? Yeah, yeah. Receptions past the age of forty in the NFL. You guys know anyone else on the list? Uh, it's not very long. <laughs> Is Tony Gonzalez on that list. No, so I'll, I'll just I'll just cut to the chase because you guys are gonna like kind of trip over yourself. It's it's a trick question because no receiver has ever played into their forties. <laughs> so, so there are only two other people on the list, and it's Tom Brady and Brett Favre. And they both have one. So <laughs> I, I've seen that before. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was I was really thinking like, are there any other receivers that are that old? The only one I could think of was Tony Gonzalez. Oh, well, I've got one for you, DB. That was kind of, we did earlier. Um, oh yeah, that's true. That was, that was a good one. Um, so. 
four players have had 8,500 passing yards and 800 rushing yards. Well, the, the impetus was it's five. Well, I'm sorry. Burrow, Joe yeah. Burrow enters the league as the fifth player to enter, having thrown for 8,500 yards, rushed for 800 yards, in fewer than 40 games. And they're who, all recent. Who are all the Who are the other four QBs? Oh wow, I have no idea. You can within um, the past. Your, for your hand, within the past 20 years, it's four and, QBs. Wait, are these college stats or pro stats? These are college. college. They enter in the league. Less than four, in less than 40 games. Yes. Yeah. Um, Deshaun? Yes. Deshaun Watson, yes. Um, I know Lamar started for three seasons, so I don't... Maybe Do Lamar? It. Lamar, yeah. Okay. Um, it's either Carson Wentz or Josh Allen. I can't Neither of them. Really? So it's interesting. I thought the hard AJ got what I thought was going to be hard, but then he couldn't figure out the last one. And yeah, I thought it was easy. So we'll see. Easy there's two. Well. There's two more. There's two more. Um, but there's uh, one that's kind of recent. What, like probably three or four years ago? And then there's one from about probably eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. I don't think Cam threw for 8,500. Cam was his first guess. That yeah, was, that was first yeah, guess. I was like, I don't think Cam threw for 8,500. And that was the thing is, I didn't think Lamar had thrown for that many yards either, but I just forgot he just had Lamar so many long touchdowns. So long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of them's a recent MVP. This is the one AJ didn't get. Yeah. One's a recent MVP. Yeah. Oh, Russell Wilson is one of these. Nope. No? <laughs> that was, really? That was another one he guessed. Oh, yeah, I guess he played at Wisconsin and North Carolina State, so... Mm-hmm. That's kind of yeah. That's fucking up. Um, what was a recent MVP? Hold yeah. up. I think two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago, the MVP was. Uh, oh, I don't fucking know. God damn it! Super Bowl champion. Oh yeah, Pat. Pat yeah, Mahomes. That, that was yeah. That was, that was one I did. Asia yeah. never got that one. So now I you're looking for one more, which I thought was the hardest. Uh, but your tip. I'm like uh, thinking uh, white. I'm you're, yeah, thinking you're, white. You're right, you're right. Well, no, here's your thing. This, got, this yeah. one's white. Yeah, sneaky runner. Sneaky. Uh, no longer in the NFL. No longer in the NFL. Wow. Um, white dude. Sneaky athletic. What? How sneaky athletic? I mean, eight hundred no, no, yards. Not, yeah. Not, no, not, but like how not, sneaky athletic. No, 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 like. no, no. You would not think of this guy as athletic, but he put up rushing yards every season. probably weren't a fan of him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Andrew Luck. It's Andrew yes. Luck. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just always refer, refer, refer to him being like a sneaky... But I was surprised that he is... He's never uh, sneaky athletic. He was gigantic. And yes, like I didn't run say sneaky athletic. I know, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, he's just like, he's big and like to run into people. He's yeah. weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. Talking about a psycho bitch. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, on off a couple more of these. Um, Satchel Page... Through three shutout one hit innings in the major leagues at the age of fifty nine, Jesus! <laughs> He's won. He, he, was, no. he was in the Negro Leagues for twenty years yeah, or yeah. something like that before he went to the MLB. Like exactly, yeah, the full age era. That was the OG. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, so um, I didn't even know this is hilarious. Tony Snell pulled. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember this? He, he pulled a full Sean Bradley in Space Jam. Uh, he he played 28 minutes in an NBA game and did not record a stat. Oh, the z- what do they call that? All is it when you have all those zeros? Yeah. Oh, there's I don't a, know. Is, is there's there a name. There's a there's a term for it. Maybe it might just be a Reddit term, but there is a term for showing up, playing at least like five minutes, and having stall zeros. <laughs> That's like, funny. 
Um, uh, it's the Tony Snow, as far as I know. <laughs> I, I, I've heard uh, there's a great stat about Larry Fitzgerald. I've heard that Julio Jones has done the same thing, but I haven't vetted that one. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald has way more tackles than drops in his career. Yeah, he has 40 <laughs> tackles and 28 drops. I would actually say Julio Jones probably isn't in that because Julio Jones had a year where he dropped a shit ton of passes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Someone said that Julio had it, but I, I don't. I don't think so. Julio was a dry, serial pass dropper for one season. I remember. Um, and like some of these aren't even like crazy impressive. They're just like insane. Like Stan Musial for the Cardinals, he had three thousand six hundred thirty hits in his career, and he had eighteen fifteen at home and eighteen fifteen on the road. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> like that's something. That's man. Um, uh, more people have walked on the moon twelve than have scored against Mariano Rivera in the postseason eleven. <laughs> 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 like just some of this shit is just wild, bro. Um, Vince Carter's played against thirty-seven percent of everyone who's ever played in the NBA. <laughs> um, Greg Maddox has faced 20,421 uh, hitters in his career 310 of them uh, saw a 3-0 count and 177 of that 310 were intentional walks <laughs> uh, Matt, did Maddox go out to the Padres at the end of his career? that sounds right I don't remember. Shane, I think it was Maddox Shane talked to Maddox we we would go down to the Reds games earlier and try to catch you know fly balls and whatnot. Yeah. And Maddox was in the outfield playing catch, and uh, Shane was you know five or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, "Mr. Maddox, Mr. Maddox, can I have a baseball, please?" And he turns around and looks at Shane and goes, "No." <laughs> Just <laughs> Greg, Greg Maddox was a notorious asshole. I think it wasn't. I don't know. Like I seem to recall my dad getting a huge kick out of it. Like oh, it wasn't. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it just like hello, cute little kid. No. <laughs> um, Tom Brady's thrown ten percent of all the touchdown passes in Super Bowl history. Um, this one's a. This is a. He probably has. He has played inter- in over ten percent of them. I mean, yeah, he's played in twelve percent of them. I was gonna yeah. say he has funny interception stats too. He's just yeah. played enough that all of his good and bad stats are record. He, right? He's the only person who has like actual stats that matter in the Super Bowl because no one else plays enough games. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and because the the one at the top was kind of cool, but I didn't think it was that cool. It was that Aaron Rodgers has the highest touchdown interception ratio of all time, which is four point three. And if he threw one hundred and fifty one straight interceptions, he still would have a better ratio than Brett Favre. <laughs> um, th- this one, this one's a special dig at Ryan. Um, Peyton Pey- Manning's long run in the NF- in NFL history is thirty three yards. Trent Richardson's is thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a dig. I could. We took a we took a first round pick from the Colts for that, so I can live with that. I just I just remember because when I was because he was good when I was at Miami, and I remember some dude ordering a Trent Richardson jersey, and literally the next week they traded him, and I was like, <laughs> man, that's really there. See, I mean, I, I was that was just a couple that I thought were pretty interesting that I just wanted to rattle off. I don't I don't have a ton more. There's one about Andre the Giant in here, and a, a, apparently he drank 119 mm. beers in one sitting. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, that was, and like yeah. and like the Wade Boggs thing is like p- people claim it's over like 100 beers. Who, who really knows? <laughs> so yeah, that was that, that was wild. Like Cy Young, one of the like has an award name after him. He lost 315 games. <laughs> like Man. most people try to get to 300 wins. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah. That was, I mean, that, was, that was pretty much it. I thought I thought some of those stats were pretty cool. Yeah, no, that was fun. And I'm sure we could look up like a fun one to introduce to each episode or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we will move on to our appetizer bracket. bracket. 
So yeah, moving on to the uh, appetizer bracket, we entered 16 appetizers after a little brainstorming session, randomized the seeds, and uh, AJ and DB don't know the matchups or the seeds yet, so I'm going to go ahead and read them out. I'm ready. Uh, the number one seed, and this is where I said we got a UMBC looking thing here. Number one seed, cocktail shrimp. Wow. Okay. Matched up wow. with the 16 seed, chips and dip. Okay. Wow. And in this context, we're doing chips and dip. It's kind of like that Mexican trio where you'd get like queso, salsa, and guac or something like that. We're kind of that kind of chips and dip style. Yeah. So, I mean, does anybody have anything about the shrimp? I mean, I, there's no <laughs> oh, way. Oh, were we just the shrimp? <laughs> the shrimp are an absolute loss here. That's unfortunate. I mean, I mean shrimp's good. I mean, the I mean, cocktail sauce. But shrimp with cocktail sauce is fine, but, like, I mean, chips and dip is, like, a classic. That, yeah. That's, I mean, that's there's a, no, that's there was no good. way that that was not going to make it through to the second round. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to go ahead. And, and Chips and Dip should have been the one. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, Chips and Dip was the one seed and Cocktail Shrimp was the 16. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, I just I just don't know when I would ever prefer to have Cocktail Shrimp. Nah. I mean, I, I could have eaten Chips and Dip 50 days in a row, and I still would be like, ah, I don't think it's the time chips for Cocktail Shrimp. <laughs> uh, okay, so then, and meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out how to make, get this to work again, but... Um, the eight seed is pigs in a blanket, matched up with the nine seed pot stickers. And since I'm the only one here that knows what pot stickers is, I I don't like my odds, uh, but I would go to bat for them. I would take pot stickers over pigs in a blanket. Uh, it's like a mini dumpling, right? It's a dumpling. I actually know what pot stickers are. Riley, by the way, shout out to Riley. Got married today. Oh, congrats, oh. um, Riley and Susan used to make them all the time at home. You can so I nice, know what pot stickers are. Nice Asian dipping sauces. It's usually yeah. I like I like pork. Pot stickers usually, but pigs okay. um, on a blanket to me a little generic. Um, I like the just the dough. I like crescent dough, <laughs> like but yeah. whatever. Like How, yeah. generic. What? <laughs> I think pigs on a blanket's a generic. It's kind. It's a little bland to me. I, don't know. I think are, are there normally little red smokies? That they yeah. put in it? I love that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know so, what the hell it is. But now it's good. my aunt makes one where she wraps the the whatever you're called the little red smokies wraps them in bacon. Mm-hmm. And then serves it with a barbecue sauce. I'm into that. Mm. It's still t- kind of a pigs in a blanket, technically. Yeah, I would take it over, but I think pigs, pigs in a yeah. also pig blanket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> pig I say pig. when you say pigs in a blanket, you're just thinking crescent dough, smoky mustard. Yeah, and to me, it's a little honey mustard. Plain. I, I mean, I, I, I did. I can't disagree more. Um, pigs in a blanket are fantastic, especially the crescent dough. Okay, um, so you're on that over pot stickers. I would take that over okay, pot stickers. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on the pigs too. I mean, I, I would like to try pot stickers. It sounded interesting to me, but not having a whole lot of experience with them, I do like the pigs in the blanket. I, I think you can dip more than mustard in it. I think honey you can dip mustard way more than mustard. Yeah. Right, like, pigs in blanket is good shit. I think pigs in a blanket. Are, I, I think pot stickers are good. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But it's just like, I would rather have pigs in a blanket. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, then the next matchup we have are the number four seed nachos versus the number 13 crab dip. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's tough for crab dip. Crab yeah. dip got a tough draw. Yeah. <laughs> a real crab dip is so good. I think like especially a spicy crab dip. Garlic toast, the cheesy crab dip. Oh, God. I don't like, feel that bad, though, because I think we could do a full bracket of just nachos. Oh, and nachos. Also, oh. yeah, nachos, sure. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many different kinds of dips. I think the crab dip will come up down the line. Yeah. Just, like, nachos is just, like... Nachos is just too classic. A classic. Yeah. That's, a, that's a blue blood, and crab dip <laughs> is coming in like a... Like a mid-major. Yeah. yeah. Really, yeah. Some kind of Wichita yeah. State startup. Yeah. It's, it's like UK versus like Ohio, like Ohio or like Akron or something. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, okay. Then uh, the five twelve matchup, we have fried pickles versus loaded fries. And it's just another one where 
I like fried pickles a lot, but you just you're gonna get steamrolled by loaded fries. In my opinion, that's a tough shaker. Fried pickles is only there because they happen to win the ACC that year. I don't. Fried pickles are not a solid five seed. I don't think. I would. I would say even like the Pac-12 maybe. Yeah, they're like they're basically Dylan Brooks Oregon type team. So like the thing about fried pickles is that a lot of people make them the way that I don't desire. I prefer the chips. I, like a lot of people make them in, in the spears and like fried pickle yeah. spears are just Sam's garbage. nodding in agreement behind <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, like fried pickle spears are just awful like they're just not it's just like a hot like at the certain point it's just like a warmed up pickle there's just not enough yeah. breading on it like the fried pickle chips are good and I, I like you know you have to normally have a spicy ranch with it I was about to say spicy ranch is one of the key components that you get uh, big fan of that yeah of course but I mean that's a, loaded that's fries a week, that's a week five seed loaded fries yeah. Butterfries in North Carolina in the off season, man. I, that's just what last off season when they didn't even make no. the March Madness. Or? <laughs> Nobody made the March Madness, so it doesn't matter. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, Roy Williams started coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he was in January, just looking around like we're not gonna make the tournament. Yeah, Fuck God, it, we gotta cancel the tournament somehow. <laughs> I gotta bomb people. I gotta release a virus. What yeah. do I gotta do? I remember when North Carolina was an eight seed that played Kansas the one seed, and beat the shit out of them, and that that's the type of team we're looking at here. Just consider that the NCAA can find out that UNC started the coronavirus, and they'd be like, mm, "I don't see any wrongdoing. Yeah. You're good." <laughs> we're not. We're not going to talk about the paper classes and how you know, was... a dude admitted to taking Swahili, and then they asked him if he could t- speak any Swahili, and he said no. And I was just like, "Dog, you got a lot better, man." Swahili. He could have just. He could have just battled. Like, who was fact checking him on that? Like, <laughs> They pull they bring in some African dude. Yeah, that's how, actually sound like Swahili to you. Nah, I know what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, come on. <laughs> um, a bit of a, you know, Aunt Henry. Uh, it's on tape, whatever. Oh, my God. Completely <laughs> um, unnecessary. Yeah, a bit of a, uh, you know, get your greens, watch out for the kidney stones matchup here. We have the two seed bruschetta versus the 15 seed spinach and artichoke dip. Um, so I think DB hates spinach and artichoke dip. I, you are absolutely correct. Interesting. That's wild. I like spinach and artichoke dip, but I much more like bruschetta, so I would definitely go for So are you on the bruschetta train? I don't even think you know is what that by, is. By I know what bruschetta is. Bruschetta is basically what we had at Dan's wedding with the fucking crab on it, right? True. Kind yeah. of, right? The, Here, it's, 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 it's like a tostini with tomatoes, a vinaigrette, and then usually, you know, maybe some basil, maybe some cheese. Um, it's going to win by default because spinach and artichoke dip mm, is just not good. This stuff well, just, good. Just, just let the record show that the vote is two to one. Yeah. I would uh, vote fair. for spinach Yeah, artichoke. okay. That's, That's fine. Fair. At least, I, I think, is this my first one on the board? Yeah. First one. It's <laughs> the first one that's supported. Yeah, right? It's a weird shit, man. I mean, that's hey, at least I don't... You can tell... podcast for 33 episodes, but... <laughs> you can tell which ones Ryan picked and me and AJ were just like, ah, okay, whatever. But I mean, is... appetizer. I can't say it's not... is a common menu item. Like, any Italian restaurant's going to have an app. Of I just literally right, don't how many Italian order. restaurants are there? Bravo, Olive Garden... I'm running out on the two. <laughs> <You ran> out. <laughs> I just, I just don't think that I would ever think to order it, even if it was on a menu. Yeah, uh, no, so, not my thing. See, speaking of weird things, I'm into as a side note. There's a t- <laughs> small fuckers just on Reddit for some reason. No, there's a tweet today <laughs> said people are ashamed to wear face masks. I wear Cleveland Browns merch in public, so get the fuck over it. <laughs> this man would willingly wear a Baker Mayfield jersey. There's no... There's yeah, no Sam way. got me a Baker jersey last year. Oh, God, Sam, you're a terrible person. Kitchens Why would you do that? Kitchens in the <laughs> Just taking shots. She's not on here to defend herself. 
Uh, uh, she's sitting right over there. She can come defend herself if she wants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number seven, pretzel sticks matched up with number ten, mac and cheese bites. Actually, a really good matchup this here. This one's tough. A lot of cheese involved in this one because you can't have pretzel bites without cheese. But I, it, it's kind of like it's kind of depending on the places cheese that kind of ups the pretzels. I, like I'm just not a big. See, you're a big bread guy. I'm not as big of a bread guy. If you go like back porches, pretzel sticks are out of this world. They have, serve it with a nice queso, mm-hmm. and I'm putting it ahead based on that. Mac and cheese bites. Most of the mac and cheese bites I've ever eaten are from PJs, which believe me, like you know, fire. Any kind of inebriated rhyme, very happy fire. with them. But in general, they're not. They're nothing special. So I. I don't, I don't eat either of these a lot, like because I never. I also never eat mac and cheese without hot sauce, so I feel like I would have to have hot sauce with mac and cheese bites. But I mean, the pretzel sticks have the cheese dip to dip in it, so I don't feel bad counting that against. I'm gonna vote for mac and cheese bites. I don't know. Oh, I'm the decider. Well, unfortunately, pretzel bites is gonna lose this one because I am no. not a pretzel guy. So yeah, I'm not big on the pretzel. I, I like sweet pretzels. Pretzel bread is so good. I, I like sweet pretzels, uh, like uh, onion joints. But in terms of just regular pretzels, I'm not there for it. I um, can. I'm okay with pretzel sticks losing, but I won't stand for the slander on pretzel bread. It's That's hard to like. Pretzels is not. They're just not good, man. Oh god, pretzel bruns elevate any sandwich. Look, oh. mac and cheese. Mac and cheese bites. If you get them with a decent sauce, I actually dip them in ketchup because that's my thing. Oh, God. Now I really don't like this. That's fine. Mac and cheese bites. And now I'm going to have to listen to you talk about mac and cheese bites and ketchup when it goes up against bruschetta next round. That's going to be terrible. Tough. Yeah. (laughs) I think I remember. (laughs) Mac and cheese bites, the uninspiring uh, Cinderella run here. (laughs) All right. So number three seed versus number 14 seed jalapeno poppers versus mozzarella sticks. God damn, this one's tough. <laughs> mozzarella <laughs> sticks. Shit. That hurts mozzarella sticks, man. That God, really does. That's um, tough, man. I'm going to vote mozzarella sticks because I, I'm not really a huge jalapeno poppers guy. But, like, Fuck. if I was, like, down with jalapenos, I this would be impossible. I don't – this man. is – that's a tough Okay, favorite, so, AJ, when This when is, like, two of my three runner. favorite episodes. But let me ask you, when you're thinking about it, are you picturing the cream cheese jalapeno poppers or the, like, cheddar cheese, I think, usually jalapeno poppers? I – I think most of the ones that I have have the cream cheese in them. Or most cream, of the ones yeah. that I've had. I, I would say I see it eh, maybe 60-40 cream cheese, but I mm-hmm. like the cream cheese better. Yeah. It's yeah, a nice... I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, nice counter. Man. I am really... <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I'm, gonna, I'm going to go with mozzarella sticks, though. Okay, that's cool. I'll just abstain, then. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I really don't want to pick. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll fall on the sword for you. Uh, um, I, yeah. I, I, I was on the record of thinking that mozzarella sticks was going to win, but, I mean... He, I he asked us before this, just a little peek behind the curtain. He asked us how... How mozzarella sticks couldn't win. We have found the way that yeah, mozzarella the way sticks, that mozzarella sticks couldn't win was for me to be matched up against fucking jalapeno poppers. And the, I, I really like mozz sticks. Obviously, one detriment is the choking hazard when the cheese just won't chew off and it's falling down your throat. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's just a personal story. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a you problem. Tom. No, but also with mozzarella sticks, I'm also kind of contemplating cheese curds. So if you go to Frickers, it's not just mozzarella that you can get fried, and I'm just a big fried cheese guy. Fried cheese. Fried cheese is great. (laughs) Uh, Then our final first-round matchup, we have number number six, potato skins, versus number 11, stuffed mushrooms. This is easy. easy. This is a beat-down. Yeah, potato skins. Potato skins all day. With the versatility. With the sour cream and shit. I will give my my father makes uh, 
portobellos that are amazing, and I would give them a shout-out on that. Yeah, but, mushrooms are dope. You, you, you can deep fry them. I'm not a mushrooms guy, so... I'm, 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 I'm in on mushrooms. mushrooms, but, I mean, potato skins are just... Potato skins are a fucking legend. So... There was only the, the seating for the next round is pretty funny, but I guess also so some people are gonna ask like, where is Buffalo Wings? Where is Quesadillas? Oh yeah, we kind of we, we kind of determined the whole bracket before anything that we thought could have been considered an app or an entree in any way, we kind of did away with. Yeah, so so like if, if Buffalo Wings is in here, it might it might have just won, but like that would have walked off. Yeah, it, it, it's probably it's probably just something totally different. Though. But then but again, we, we were trying to think of yeah. things were only specifically you would get as an appetizer. Yeah, that's good context. And I don't know, I don't know that Wings would win, but I they go pretty far for me. I mean, I I don't see how Wings would lose because I don't see how Wings are an appetizer. Because here's but. my and I don't know if this is a hot take, but what I realized the last time we went to Baggers before everything closed, I got the fried cauliflower. Okay, yeah, I was I, I knew someone got it, but I couldn't remember who it was. It, I got it. Um, it's it was it's one of their half price apps, and it was always like the the black sheep of the apps. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't like the implication. <laughs> I I ordered it. Well, I'm about to compliment the black sheep, so this yeah. is a good thing. Uh, what I realized was that the taste was negligible from a boneless wing to the the fried cauliflower, and really what I'm what I'm eating these for is for the sauce. I like the sauces. Yeah, that's buffalo and, wings. Half of yeah. it's the buffalo yeah, sauce. Yeah, exactly. And, and that might play into my decision of how far wings go. Is that it's not the wings that are great. It's what whoever has the great sauce. That's is, what I like. This is just not true. Um, there are places like uh, Knockbacks where the well, chicken knock, itself, well, Knockbacks is the chicken itself is what we're here for. You're uh, right. Oak Tavern is another one where I the wings think they're owned by the same people. That that probably that would make sense. <laughs> those also, wings are fucking good, fire. That'd be another good bracket. Sauces. We would argue sauces for like three hours. That's, I, that's just, we can't. <laughs> I'm in on that. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, moving on to round two, we have the uh, 16 seed versus the 8 seed. We have chips and dip versus pigs in a blanket. Uh, for me, that's, uh, that's me, it's an easy chips and dip, but that's. Yeah. I like, especially with how we classified it, I love guac. And I love salsa. I'm not as big on queso as everybody is. I, I like it, but I just think it gets kind of old. But yeah, I mean, salsa and guac are just. I'm I'm way higher on queso than guac. I yeah, that's interesting. I'm not a big guac. But regardless, and but it's yeah, not it's chips and queso. It's chips and dip. Yeah, it's so, got to be chips. Not chip. Yeah, yeah. pigs in a blanket. They they would have had a nice run, but again, just a just a poor draw here. Another team getting the poor draw. The 16 yeah. seed taking two. I again, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that 16 seed is a one seed. Dunk City. The complete. <laughs> op, we're gonna have a one seed win and a 16 seed win. Uh. Good matchup here, and actually the most ver- the most versatile of matchups. We have number four nachos versus number twelve loaded fries. Basically oh the same thing. The only difference is the pace. Yeah, how crispy do you want your fry? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it a nacho? Man, this one is fucking tough. I think <sighs> this is brutal. I think I'm gonna give it to loaded fries because you can get it. You can get loaded wedges and loaded wedges. Is oh no! Yeah. I you had me until you said wedges. Wedges is just like an undercooked potato. You just bite in, and it's just this soggy white mass of yeah. Ooh. That's why I like it. I like I'm the not potato big on part. The wedges. I, I would I would rather go with like because uh, Chumleys used to have loaded stuff, but you could get either fries or you could get tater tots. The loaded tater tots were fire. I'm not as I don't like tater tots. I just not still potatoey, but not as potatoey. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit crispy. I'm all about the crisp. If any type of loaded fry, now AJ did address putters. They have a uh, some kind of spicy one. It's queso, jalapenos, and like a Mexican seasoning or something. Those yeah. are amazing. They have like 15 different. Kinds I'm a big poutine guy. Uh, gravy, cheese curds. Uh, 
God, I wish Man. I sold cheese. Nachos first. is going down, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm picking nachos still. I'm oh. I'm still a nachos guy, but yeah, I'm going. I, I get it. It does get kind of annoying, like. The distribution of the toppings on the notches is just it's such an right. issue. It's well, so well, many like, empty chips and like some like the chips in the middle that have all the stuff and it gets soggy. soggy. Yeah. Well, the other nice thing about fries, that, like when we were doing those carne asada fries mm-hmm. yesterday, you can eat it with a fork, which solves a lot of that problem. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, Plus, no. chips don't have to, sometimes chips don't have the structural integrity to get all the stuff on top yeah. of it. Nachos. Everything you guys are saying is right. I just have I have to vote for nachos. The nacho shout out. I'll give you one of my favorite like recent nacho discoveries is I love getting uh, nachos at wing joints when you get like yes. some kind of like barbecue pork on there. Um, those are great nachos. I, this whole argument I feel like is moot because this is going up against chips and dip mix, and that, that's going to be a wrap. That's a good. That's a good nachos too. We have a loaded tough. Fries are really fucking good. Yeah, loaded fries are great, but I just I mean loaded wedge. I'm still maybe loaded wedges. Loaded wedges might 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 pull it out. Um, loaded wedges. <laughs> bro, B Dubs wedges with cheese, dog. Bro, so so fucking. I, I like the buffalo chips. I like the thin. I don't, I don't like the chips. I like the. Oh, I like the chips. I've had the chips though with the cheese. I, I, I think it's the cheese. The cheese is sometimes. That's good. Um, the next matchup is the one I already know is going to lose, but it's number two bruschetta versus number ten mac and cheese bites. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit more thought to bruschetta on this one. I mean, I'm not. I'm not crazy high on mac and cheese bites. I'm, I'm high enough on mac and cheese bites that Bruschetta's not going to make it. Not going to be able to make mac it. and. I'll break the tie on this. I'll keep thinking. You guys, you guys, fam. Okay, so to me, I I like mac and cheese bites, but it's just not really differentiated that much for mac and cheese. Like, so, I, to me, it's just it's, I like them. <laughs> it's nothing special. Bruschetta is its own. It's so good. You get like a kind of buttery garlic piece of toast. You put tomatoes with maybe mozzarella. And a vinaigrette on there, and to me, that there's so much flavor in that. Especially when you get in the summer, like your mom can grow tomatoes in the garden, she can grow basil in the garden. You get this real fresh bruschetta. Oh, that's yeah, good. Honestly, no, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm say no to that. Um, you get mac and cheese bites, you get the sauce. I mean, if you ketchup. Like, your I, sauce is again, ketchup. okay, but fine. My <laughs> sauce is ketchup. I fuss with the ketchup on fried shit. I like I like I like fried shit to have. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna give you your second here. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to set my case for everything. If you you can get mac and cheese bites. And you can get any kind of sauce with them. It's good. They're crunchy sometimes and soft on the inside. Again, a big thing, a big texture thing that I like. Um, they're basically cheese curds with noodles in them. So I mean, <laughs> it's just you bite in. They're cheesy. Anything cheesy is way better. Um, bruschetta. Bruschetta has cheese on it. Bruschetta sounds cool, but again, it's just. It's basically a little pizza without all the good stuff in the pizza because it's not warm and it doesn't have like you don't get pepperoni and shit on it. And I, you know, I just mac and cheese bites. It, it's sometimes it's about being simple. It doesn't. You keep talking about how it's just boring. We're talking about appetizers, dog. I don't need my appetizers to blow my goddamn mind every time. <laughs> Honestly, ever since DB talked about dipping mac and cheese bites in ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean that just that that literally almost made me vomit in my mouth. So I, I'm I'm gonna go for sure. Oh, oh, the the two seam with the upset. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, Bruce said it, it's the end of the line almost. Certainly. I don't think I mean, we'll we'll get through the next. Well, because well, so right now we've got fourteen versus six, mott sticks versus potato skins. Yeah, this is a tough one. And I'm, I'm, I'm going mozzarella. I would go mozzarella sticks also. Oh shit! Okay. 
I was going to go potato skins. No, make your potato I mean, I was going to go potato skins. Potato skins are better. Make a case. I don't need to make a case. Potato skins are better. I swung him. Well, no, you swung him accidentally the last round. You're just like, I mean, Bruchetta's going to. I can't. I'm not going to argue for Bruchetta. And y'all already have chosen. I don't have anything here. Potato skins are good. Potato skins are better than fucking mozzarella sticks. And again, as someone who loves fried well, cheese. Well, now that you've said that, <laughs> I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to convince you. I don't have any way. I'm not. I don't have any. No, way to you're coming from you. a place that you like potato wedges. And if I was going to point out a drawback, potato skins is that There's sometimes potato. <laughs> you hit a layer where you don't. You all the cheese and bacon is gone. You're just, yeah. You just you just got a lump of potato. You dip that bad boy in some sour cream, and hopefully there's a you little chive left over. You yeah. don't put your potato skins in ketchup too. <laughs> I mean, I had before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't used to like sour cream. Uh, final four time, right? Yes, sir. So we've got the number 16, 12 seed matchup. Again, uh, the one seed. Chips and dip versus loaded fries. I'm going loaded fries. I'm not going loaded fries. I just, I, I, I like the chips and the dip, but I don't know. I just, they're, they're just something about of, it's the terms- combination of flavors. So like... The, like when you have a bite of fry and cheese and bacon and ranch all in one, it's great. You can't really on the same chip when you're dipping like that. If it's a communal thing, put salsa, guacamole, and queso, and expect for it to. Be I have not thought of any of these as a communal thing at any point in time. So, that but you have to interpretation. I'm, whole, I'm not thinking of them. But as the communal. whole impetus of this was that this is appetizer and not something that you would consider to be an entree. If you're eating it by yourself, doesn't that automatically consider like make it an entree? No, I'm eating, it, I'm eating it before I eat my actual food. That's all. That's all. I, that's all that makes it an appetizer. Whatever. I look, man. I I are one chips and dip, dog. Chips and dip, the classic. You can. I mean, I could literally eat the entire meal of chips and dip. And the problem with loaded fries to me, I think, is that like as an appetizer, loaded fries are a terrible appetizer. They're good. Don't get me wrong, but. If you get some loaded fries with like some meat on them, all of a sudden You're entree, full. yeah, that entree doesn't matter anymore. Dude, you okay. get some good loaded fries, like that entree is, becomes a side thing. That's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Although, but I agree, but my counterpoint is that me and Sam got loaded fries last night and then still we split an entree. So you can, I mean, you can do both. I mean, that, split an entree. Again, I'm thinking of this as me eating by myself. There's no, no I'm not, none of this splitting shit because... It's what well, I what I would want what I would order for myself if I had to order me an appetizer and that I, I guess I think the splitting factor would bump up chips and dip because it's it's the the most communal of all of the appetizers. That is true. I don't think that. What sure. Yeah, I'm just saying that if, if you were to use yeah, anything as an indisputable yeah. point for your case. I, and you can your qualifications for best appetizer can be whatever you want it to yeah, be. So, sure. I mean, sure. well, okay, I'm, 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 I'm more back on the fence now. So, what are you thinking? I'm leaning. I, I'm leaning loaded fries. I think there's a versatility to loaded fries, and it means they can be a lot. Of, it can be like so much that could be good. But I'm just I like the chips and dip from the standpoint that you can sit and snack on chips and dip all day long. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm going pure flavor profile, it's going to be something I can get on loaded fries. Shot, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I, I am now starting to more consider this though because, like, every time I've ever got like a loaded fries thing, and it has always kind of been intended. It's like your meal. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like you go out like like you were saying. You go out to Putters. You've had a couple of drinks. You've already had dinner, but it's like 11 p.m. Mm. or whatever, and like three or four people want to split some fries. 
like the chips and dip thing, it's always an appetizer. You're always eating it first before the meal. And it, it, it does. Are you, you just trying to disqualify loaded fries? I, 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 I can make I, an I, argument to dis, the disqualify loaded fries. They are playing with an illegal player on their team. Yeah. I, 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 I love chips and dip. Them. I'm chips and dip has to. three players. That's fine. Loaded fries are out here playing with a dude who's not academically eligible. It's fine. Oh, the more you and C jokes. Memphis, so. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I'm yeah. I, I'm just I'm trying no to split hairs because I love both of these so much. Um, I, I I I think I've switched back over. I I, I think I'm going the chips and dip. The chips and the dip. <laughs> I just, I, I, it's, uh, if anything, it's probably more of like my, for, for, for my fallen comrade, the nachos. The nachos memorial. I just, the chips are just there's there's such it's a classic. So you can go queso and then you can do a salsa, then you can do a guac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just yeah, I'm into it. Um, okay, so that brings us to the number two fourteen uh, yeah. bruschetta mod sticks. I even would go mod sticks here. Yeah, that looks easy. Bruschetta, terrible. <laughs> So then, for the finale, we have the 16 seed chips and dip versus the 14 seed mozzarella sticks. Um, I know where I'm going pretty quickly on this one. What are you guys thinking, DB? I I feel like you're on the chips and dip train still, right? No. Uh, no, you're going mozzarella sticks. Yeah, no, fried cheese. Yeah, we're going fried cheese. Here. I'm going fried cheese. I'm mozzarella. Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mitchell had a uh, had I guess not necessarily a surprise. They've been playing Xbox the entire time we've been doing this, but um, Mitchell had a good had a pretty good take that nachos were better chips and dips. So that kind of plus, I, did, plus, I don't agree. Plus, I, 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 I like being the Nostradamus of being out there saying I don't know how mozzarella sticks is gonna, it's not going to win. And DB was like, "Well, let me tell you how, motherfucker." And somehow it won. <laughs> and the shit still won three zero. Yeah, yeah, no, that was mozzarella it, sticks. It came back classic. It's easy. You can't mess it up. Take a ball of cheese. You fry it. You got some marinara sauce. Easy. Simple. Always good. That's money. The was, worst restaurant will have good mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I was. I thought there would be some kind of more argument, but okay. I, there it yeah. is. <laughs> I mean, just like it's, 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 the, the ingredients of the salsa, the guac, queso is pretty easy to make no matter what, but some places just don't have as good a guac and salsa. Some of the salsa is a little watered down. Yeah. It's just mozzarella sticks. Is just I've never had a bad one. Um, yeah, so I think what we've learned from the past two weeks of brackets are um, two things will bring people together, apparently. Mozzarella sticks and recliners. Like That's <laughs> that's the secret to like world peace right now is everybody's just agreeing on these champions. So. I don't know how a recliner won. I don't know what a recliner won against in the final. But cooler. I don't, it won over cooler. <laughs> Which has affected yeah, a few people. That's why. <laughs> that's why I won. I just, I don't. I just, I, I couldn't stand to have recliner go up against rocker in the final because they're the same fucking chair. Yeah. So I, I voted for the cooler with the rocker. You'll, you'll have to listen to it, DB. Now, now that you got all your spite out in this one, maybe you can. I, my spite is not out. I can't. <laughs> Ryan still does not think that Azula had any character development, which again does not make any sense. Deep. At all. <laughs> Consider the mop stick. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, oh, so, man. yeah, if you guys have any recommendations for brackets you want to see us do, please let us know. Yeah. Uh, uh, DB, so the next time he is on, he wants to do uh, bread 
by restaurant. Which I actually I really like. Cannot wait. Yeah, that'll be fun. The next Cheddar Bay Biscuits! <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, that's a go option right there. Um, uh, Logan, the next time that he'll be on, we'll do sandwiches. We'll have the sandwich. Uh, that will... What is and is not a sandwich. Uh, what is and is it a sandwich? <laughs> Uh, they tried to argue. This we were at the bar yesterday, and these motherfuckers really tried to argue that a pop tart was a sandwich. No, it's not. It's ravioli. You have a no idea what you're gonna do. <laughs> <something. laughs> you'll just have. You'll just, you'll you just. You weren't here. Set that one out, did dude. you leave before the pod, the Thanksgiving one? Yes, he was not on. I he wasn't on it, but I thought he was here that day. You missed. Yeah, you, you, you were here for the Lord of the Rings watch. Right? It, no, yeah, that was the next day that we did. That was Ohio State Michigan day we did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Did no, you come back home? You, you didn't come. No, back I was here. At, I was here before Ohio oh, State, Michigan. Then I went down to France. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, word on the street is Logan will be back in town next weekend. Actually, so we can do the Jeez. we can get the sandwiches argument ready then. World travels. World travels fast on the street. I just. <laughs> uh, whatever, man. I'm, I'm glad I'm not a part seat, of the Sixteen seat pop tart. <laughs> 16 seat, eight, literally anything. <laughs> Meatball sub, like. Hot dogs are gonna be on it. Um, Again, those things are all sandwiches. Pop tarts, yeah. not a sandwich. Did we ever get your take on is a uh, cheesecake a cake or a pie? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you care so much about a pop tart not being a sandwich and you don't the, care. About the difference cheese. between it being a cake or a pie does not matter to me. It's called cheesecake, it's pie, it's cake. I It, it doesn't matter. It's just delicious. You're the equivalent of calling Ben right. for phone a friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was your, that we did kind of lose something. I, f- I feel like on these brackets, having having the possibility of a tie and then having to call in. Um, <laughs> Tiebreaker is funny. Yeah, we can make sure to have four next oh, time. I don't know. Um, calling Ben. Don't ever call Ben. Yeah, you just gotta call breaker. anyone but Ben. Yeah. Uh, right, what do you think? Is cheesecake a cake or a pie? I go pie. Yeah, I say a pie because it has a crust. That's, that's uh, yeah. It's sure. cake in name only. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, but all three of us agree that it's delicious and it's better than any pie. Yeah. So, well, yeah. whoa, 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 nah, I don't know about that. But what do you think? What's, I mean, what's a better pie than a cheesecake? You, you Can you figure guy? out is strawberry sweet, a pie? Sweet potato pie, bro. Oh, potato. no. <laughs> this is a deep cut of no. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, look, this is, a, this is a two Americas thing here because the, cauc- the Caucasian in y'all is not allowing y'all to see. No, I mean, I, it sounds fine, pie. but it ain't a fucking cheese. Do you remember it was Zach that talked about that soup with all the, mar- the marshmallows? Well, no, no, no. I no, love that. Zach hates it. Oh, Zach hated it. That's sweet potato casserole. That's different. Yeah, that's not a pie. What's, a, what's the difference between sweet potato pie sweet and potato sweet potato casserole? Sweet potato casserole has the uh, stuff on top and does not have a bread crust to it. So it's, you just scoop it out. And you okay, so sweet potato it. pie is the sweet potato. So it's a sweet potato casserole with none of the good stuff on it. No, it's a sweet potato pie. It's sweet potato casserole with pie crust. I will mm-hmm. say, DB, it has whatever a solid piece of pie mm-hmm. rather than being just mashed sweet potatoes. I, I, I forget what the exact term for it is, but whatever it is, like getting invited to the barbecue, I would love that someday because I I, I, I don't see that in your future. That's fine. If you want to bring me some leftovers, I'll do that. But like I've I, I've heard tell some of the mac and cheese that shows up, and I I'm very curious. I I'm not a big fan of the mac and cheese at the cookout, but I mean I I get it. my I we have it we have shitty mac and cheese in the family. It's just kind of. In the last five years, we've had four different people making the mac and cheese for the family gathering. All of them have been trash. So 
It's just it's my aunt, when my aunt died, it became it came real bad real quick. Is it like soupy or like what? Like what? some just, of them were soupy, some of them were dry as shit. All of none of them have any flavor to them. That's true. Mitchell brought that mac and cheese over to Clint's parents' house one time, and he burnt the top. <laughs> 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 you had to pick up the kind of burnt layer of cheese like a brick on top. It's <laughs> the actual mac and cheese. I will say, flies Shout under out the radar. Uh, flies under the radar. Velveeta mac and cheese is significant. Better than craft, in my opinion. Well, yeah, shells and Velveeta shells and cheese. I mean, it's a higher quality. Like a gold shows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, gold. It's, it's literally a higher quality mac and cheese. I didn't know it was higher quality. I, I just yeah, shared so much in college. Like that was like a disgusting. Like, the little but, cup. Of on it. the other hand, if I guess as we're going down a different rabbit hole, but. Uh, Kroger sells like five different flavors of mac and cheese you can get. You can get Kroger's like mac and you can good. get like the white cheddar, the mm. three cheese, or mm. the cheddar. I get that shit all the time. It's good. Yeah, good. and like also the craft shit like during the quarantine was always sold out. So like it was the only thing I could have got. <laughs> but I got the shit and it was good. The craft. Yeah, they, they were they were stocking up on them uh, them dry goods, non perishables. All right, we're going to wrap up with hot takes. Not a crazy long pod today, but uh, we're going to kick it off with AJ. What do you got? Yeah, I'm not feeling super uh, creative on this one. I'm just going to kick it back to the running backs. Uh, Ryan had David Johnson real low, so I'm just going to call David Johnson as a top 15 running back this year. Ooh. Ooh. 15, would you take, would you take top 10? Would you put uh, your name to top 10? <laughs> Top ten running back. Twist my arm, man. I was, I, I was when I when I said fifteen, I was like, I probably meant twelve, and then but then and then ten and twelve, you know, it's like two spots. I'll just go. I fuck it. Top right, ten. Do you got? Down, stop that. Gardner Minshew will be top ten. <laughs> no, no, no. Gardner Minshew will be the starter for the Jaguars in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one because he's not going to be. Yes, he's not going to be so shitty that they have to pick up Trevor Lawrence. In fact, oh. Jaguars might fuck around and go. So are okay. Are you you double taking that the Jaguars will have a top two pick and they won't take a quarterback? No, no. He's he's I'm saying, saying the Jaguars. Well, the Jaguars might have a top two pick and it has nothing to do with how good they do this season. They also have the Rams' first round pick, and I think the Rams suck. Um, I agree with that. I think the Jaguars are going to be good enough where the idea of taking Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Trey Lance, which. I want Justin Fields or Trey Lance. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is that good, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but I don't think I don't think Gardner Mitchell is going to be shitty enough where they actually have to take a quarterback. That's my hot take because everyone else seems to think that's not true. So Gardner becomes a franchise QB. I, I think Gar- I've seen enough from Gardner where I think he deserves so, a chance to be the franchise. QB. I was about to say if he has a good year, are you giving him thirty million or what do you? If he has a good year, he's going to play another year on that six-round uh, contract. <laughs> That's what he's going to do, and we're going to go from there. Uh, my hot take is that 4th of July is an overrated holiday. <laughs> what? Hold up. I Hold the it. fuck up. I knew it. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Oh, I have my real hot take. Sorry, fire. <laughs> That's my real hot take. Get the oh, my what? Yeah, I don't like hot takes. What is this? We spent all this time being cordial, and then these motherfuckers just gonna drop this shit on me. What? Fireworks are overrated. Fireworks are the greatest. Not even overrated. They're just not rated by me. They're bad. What? Oh my god. What? I like fireworks. How? Fireworks are my favorite thing. Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. Oh, simply, I knew it. Simply because you can fucking light fireworks. Fireworks are amazing. I'm a fucking pyromaniac. Um, back to the Avatar discussion. I'm 
pro fire nation all the way. Um, what how you dare you say? Been an element? Would you been fire? I would definitely been fire. No question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the fireworks are awesome. Fireworks are amazing. I don't. I get an immense amount of joy. I'm actually. I was too lazy today because I spent so much time hungover. But I was supposed to go get fireworks today for tomorrow, and I didn't. And now I'm really sad about it. So I might do it first thing in the morning tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm not. They're loud. They're annoying. I, Jason Pierre Paul got his hand fucked up. That's his own goddamn fault. Watching shit explode is amazing. I, I, I am a huge fan of fireworks shows. Friday Night's a Great American. That's one of my favorite things. However, I would take I, I like Memorial Day and Labor Day better. Both uh, because they're on Mondays. I think that's a big thing. One yes. thing I don't like about Fourth of July is that it can be on a Wednesday and they give you Wednesday off work. But then they expect you back there on Thursday, and that sucks. Exactly. Um, Roll up, bitch. Well, yeah, you can. But that's what's nice about Memorial Day is you're guaranteed a long weekend every time. Yes. Um, and oh, he's wow. still saying his head. Now, but I'm not – the fireworks is a nice part of it. But for one random day in the summer, I'd just – Fourth of July would go significantly up if it was a, a Friday or Monday holiday. Versus a floating. Tomorrow we're just going to grill out and drink. It's like, I, I thought I'd do that any Saturday. It's fine. There's only one Saturday. You can fireworks. fireworks and do that. I just don't like it. That's nice. We can be extra uh, risque with them, too, because the fire department's across the street. <laughs> I, man. <laughs> man, I... <sighs> okay, DB, let me ask you a question. What is your favorite type of firework? The ones that blow up. No, okay, but so like, <laughs> anyway, thanks for that. Okay, Ben. Yeah, I. Like, I meant that. I said that for a reason. The ones, I literally all of them. They're, I don't have a favorite type of fire. I like, like the ones that like I shake your skeleton. That are like they're usually just a flash of light. But they're so loud they like you the ones feel that it. Beat your chest up. Yeah, I love those yeah, things. Yeah. Hey, all of them. Um, the ones M eight. Uh, anything from firecrackers. All the way up to the, literally the ones that blow up and could blow up like your street if they like don't get high enough off the street, like in the air. Like I, I last year I had some that uh, blew up the tube that they were in, that's which was dangerous, fucking terrifying, and at the same time fucking amazing. <laughs> Did they do anything at Right Pat for it? I feel like you could go out on a tarmac and get kind of wild. They don't, uh. but uh, probably. I mean, I mean, there's planes flying in tomorrow, so. Yeah. No that would make it more exciting to be landing in a fireworks show. Not our planes. I mean, our planes have flares that could theoretically look kind of like uh, fireworks when they come shoot off. So, oh, like a uh, AC one thirty. Um. Well, yeah. I, don't know. But I was just picturing it's the same. It's, it's the same flares. Yeah. So when you when you shoot the rocket at it, the heat seeker. Yeah, it's, it's the same flares. Um. So I mean, theoretically, they probably fly over Dayton to do that, and that actually probably would be dope. But I don't know if they want to waste the flares. I mean, if they're going to do a military flyover for a Bengals game, I feel like they could shoot off some flares on the 4th of July. Um, That's what no, no. Um, the thing with military flyovers are they're not carved out time. They're just practice. They're just regular practice flights, like the daily flights. Oh. They're just those. They just, just send them that over. way. Yeah, they just yeah. send them over the city. Like, there's not there's not a planned out thing for those. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, for as loud. Wow, I non fireworks, man. Not into fireworks, unfucking believable. But you're into dog. grilling and beer and friends, so it's still a solid. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna say Saturday is in the summer. <laughs> yeah, it's just right. the only distinction is the fireworks that I don't like. Right. Well, I'm glad I got one good reaction. Jesus Christ, I guess two. I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I I planned to 
reveal that on the podcast like days ago and I just totally forgot about it. Too bad I couldn't tie that into Azula somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Azula can shoot fucking lightning and you said she was a bad character. I just don't... What the fuck, man? (laughs) Azula is the 4th of July of Avatar characters. (laughs) It's just nuts. So fantastic! (laughs) Uh, That's all I got. Uh, We'll wrap it up here. DB, any last thoughts, words you want us to share? I just don't know who you guys are anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't know who you guys are. <laughs> You've been gone for two weeks. So you're yeah. just, have you ever you're... seen me want to go to a fireworks thing or have ever I don't know one? because I'm blinded by my just abject love for him all the time. DB is Padme now. He's, AJ, you're going down a path I can't follow. <laughs> AJ fireworks. They're loud and they just blow up and make a lot of noise. That's, I'm... <laughs> I'm they're sorry. rough and they're they're rough and they're loud and they go they their ashes go everywhere. <laughs> AJ, you got anything else? Just adios, folks. Yep, that's all. See ya.